0: Appreciate those who braved the weather to be here tonight. And uh, we're going to believe God that all the hard part of it will be gone by the time we get out of here. And so you to have to drive home in that stuff. We are going to do our best. attempt to finish up our series of studies on spotlighting on scripture where we've been talking about the Beatitudes and uh, we've been gleaning from that and it's part of the Sermon on the Mount when Jesus taught there on his um, famous sermon where he sat down and taught all the Multitudes of people. And uh, last week we ended up before he, in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 7. Where he said, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Um, I like to uh, put back a little cash you don't ever know when something's going to come up. And you're going to need something in an emergency situation. Amen? So, you know, if you can uh, keep from it, it's always best to try to hold on to something. And this is the same thing about mercy. I know if I, uh, I've needed it in the past... And if I live long enough in the future, I'm going to need some mercy. So I want to store some up, and I want to hang on to it. So when I need mercy, God will grant me mercy. When I need forgiveness, God will grant me forgiveness. Because that's two things that God uh, uh, tells us, brother, that if we want forgiveness, we've got to give forgiveness to somebody else. If we want mercy towards us, we've got to be merciful. Amen. And uh, that's how it comes about. We want to welcome everybody who may be watching this evening by means of the live stream. We welcome you tonight. And uh, we're going on to Matthew chapter 5 and verse 8 on our spotlight on Scripture. And to uh, start now, and he says here, Matthew 5. And verse 8, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Amen. Blessed, uh, and we talked about that very very beginning, uh, uh, happy, uh, joyful, um, uh, you are the pure in heart. Now, as I look at that, uh, I want to break it down, and Lord, what exactly would you mean by this right here, that phrase, pure in heart, because that's an important thing, because those that are pure in heart, they're going to see God, and um Going back with Brother um, Flannery, he likes the Amplified Version a lot. And I looked this same scripture up in the Amplified Version, and this is what it said for pure in heart. Blessed are those with integrity, moral courage, and godly character for they will see God. Think about that now. Pure in heart. Those with integrity. Moral courage. Godly character. These are attributes that we're talking about when you say those that are pure in heart, integrity, you know, we need to pray for God to help us that when we tell somebody that we're going to do something, that we we need to do it. Uh, I'm I'm not all that uh, that old now. There was a time. Uh, when I was a kid, I would I would I would thought so then, because uh, I remember I was in the second grade. I've told this story before. Back when we we turned to the and went into the era of uh, new century two thousand, I can remember sitting in a schoolroom uh, in the second grade uh, there in Nashville and uh, our teacher was talking to the class and uh the t- teacher says now I won't be here I'll be gone by then but she says we're going y'all are going to live to see a new century we're going we're going to go beyond 19
1: 100
0: and whatever and you're going to see the year 2000, and she said, "About all of you in here, I'll be, you know, uh, in your 40s, 40-something year old." And you, uh, when, when that occurs, and I remember thinking, "40 years old? Gosh, that's old." <laughs> 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 well, you know, I'm 64 now, and I say, "Well, you know, that, that you know, to me, that's not not old, uh, but." At that age, 64, I can remember very easily the saying that went, a man's word was his bond. And my father went for years and years and years and never bought nothing on anything more than a handshake. That's how well people was able to trust Amen. But we've kind of gotten away from that somewhere down the line, haven't we? So we're talking about the integrity, pure in heart, integrity, um, honesty, you know, um, um, having uh, what you say, something that somebody can depend upon and and count upon, uh, integrity, uh, moral courage. Um, more courage is somebody who's got the boldness that even when nobody else around them is standing up, they'll stand up and speak out. Now, whether or not you like all the politics or whatever, but man, I was so proud last night to sit there and see a president talking about abortion and uh, infanticide, which now they're wanting to, even after a baby is born, to be able to put that baby aside and keep it comfortable to the mama knows for sure whether well, she wants to let the child live or not. That's stupidity. Uh, but to have a president on national television say that that child was made in the image of God. Hallelujah. A lot of folks didn't like it, but I'm thankful to God he had the moral courage. (laughs) Hey, if looks could kill, he would have died last night. (laughs) That's for sure. Uh, But... um, God, help your people to have more courage. Uh, we got to be courageous. We got to be able to stand up and speak out against what is wrong and speak up for what's right. Godly character. Blessed are those like that because they will uh, see God. Hallelujah. Amen. So um, that's something that we really do. Uh, need to uh, uh, consider. Still thinking about this same thing, I want to take you to Psalms chapter 24, uh, verses 3 and 5. This is what it reads like. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Now, notice Jesus said, the pure in heart will see God. And the only way you can see God is to get in His presence. Amen? You've got to be able to get in His presence some kind of way to see God. The writer of Psalms, Psalmist David, asks the question, Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who will is going to be, would be able to approach God, is what he's saying. Who will be able to approach God in His presence? Or who may stand in His holy place? Then he answers that question. He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Hallelujah. He who has clean hands... And a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. So, that's what we're talking about. So, it's important that we maintain integrity and godly character. All right. Uh let's go to the next one. Uh Matthew five and nine. And it says here, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. And that sons right there in the original is a is a neuter tense, meaning it can be either male or female. So a better translation would be, "They shall be called the children of God." Blessed are the peacemakers. Now, what in the world, the peacemakers, since there's a blessing attached to this, like all the rest, and those who are peacemakers are going to be called the children of God. let's just take this a little deeper. What's that mean? Well, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 14 makes this statement. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Follow peace. What's it mean to follow peace? Well, let's go... Again, to the Amplified Version. See what it says. Continually pursue peace with everyone. So to follow peace means to pursue it. Go after it. In every situation, we as God's children, we need to pursue peace. There shouldn't be a bunch of strife and quarreling and all that kind of stuff going on between God's people. But we need to to pursue peace. Amen. Uh, Romans chapter 14 and verse 19 says, Therefore let us pursue the things which make for peace. And the things by which one may edify another. Wow. That's some good stuff right there. Let us pursue the things that make for peace. Um, A lot of times just the way we carry ourselves can either bring peace or trouble to a situation. The attitude that you portray... But we need to pursue it, follow after it. Um, Proverbs 15 and 1, notice what Proverbs 15 and 1 says. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Sometimes you can diffuse a situation If somebody comes at you with a bad spirit, a bad attitude, and pops off at you, if you're a child of God, you need to pursue peace in the situation. Amen. Uh, And come up with a soft answer, and and that would be like what Barney Fife would say, (laughs) nip it, nip it, nip it in the bud. Pursue peace. This is true in the church. It's true on your job. And fellas, let me give you a good example. It's true in your home life. Remember, Proverbs says a soft answer. Let's say it that you're sitting... You're sitting in your easy chair and watching your favorite TV program and your significant other comes in there after she'd been shopping all day for a new outfit and she comes in there modeling let, to you and she'll walk in there and she'll turn around and say, does this make my backside look big? Uh my answer to that, brothers, always pursue peace. <laughs> Hallelujah. Pastor, you don't mean you don't mean advocating lying, do you? Well, put it this way God'll forgive you for lying. And if God forgives you for something, the Bible said he casts it in the sea of forgetfulness never to be remembered against you no more. You can't say that about that wife. <laughs> she may forgive, but she ain't going to forget. <laughs> God help me. Hallelujah. <laughs> all I'm trying to say is just pursue peace. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, no, but with all, all seriousness, seriousness about it, um, if we'll take just a little time and think about what we reply when somebody's coming at you with a bad spirit of attitude. attitude, You know, there's another scripture that had just come to me that I wouldn't, I didn't think about when I was putting this lesson together. But, uh, you know, the Word of God also says, Don't render evil for evil. Amen. Just, so, just because somebody throws some evil at you don't mean that you just, you know, go back at them. Pursue peace. Blessed are the peacemakers. Oh, Lord, we need some peacemakers in Washington. Amen? Glory to God. All right, I'm going to move on, try to get this uh, finish up the night. But then in Matthew 5 and 10, he said, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Um, You just will to get used to it. But when you try to do the right thing, you're you're going to get persecution coming your way. They who would live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Uh, I'm not going to go to uh, the Amplified Version on this one. I'm going to go to the God's Word Version. Listen to how this is translated. Blessed are those who are persecuted for doing what God approves of. If you'll remember some time back, we talked about the meaning of the righteousness of God being righteous. And we find out that that means doing what is approved by God. So blessed are those who are persecuted for doing what God approves of. The kingdom of heaven belongs to them. Uh, If you stand up, if you got uh, the, um, what did we talk about a few minutes ago, Um, moral courage, the moral courage to stand. In 2015, a Pentecostal lady by the name of Kim Davis, who was an employee for the, uh, 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 the county uh, department there somewhere in, uh, in Kentucky was handcuffed, hauled off to jail as the nation watched in disbelief how that somebody in this country could be arrested for their faith because she refused to sign the papers and issuing marriage license. To a gay couple. Blessed are those who are persecuted for doing what God approves of. Brother Douglas, she was persecuted. But she had moral courage. She was willing. Let me ask you. Are you willing? Do you got the moral courage? And then, the last one we're going to talk about blends in right with this one. I'm going to tie these together. In verse, verses 11 and 12, Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kind of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. It wasn't enough for all the media and different ones, just because Kim Davis was uh, hauled off and put in jail. I don't remember now how many, but she spent quite a few days in jail. But that wasn't enough next thing you know in newspaper articles and on tv and everything why wow. this 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 woman's been married three or four times they began to dig up all kind of dirt in her past but there again what i just read here when they bless you, when they revile you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. See, they didn't tell the whole story because all that stuff they was digging up was before she even was entered into a church door, long before she ever repented, long before she was ever baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. And guess what? They don't, have, they, they don't know what the book says. But when you come to God and you ask for repentance, that past, according to God, is not there. But when you decide to do something and stand up for something that God approves of, you just as well as to get ready because it's going to be dumped on you. And the closer we get to the end, the worse it's going to be. But listen, church, great is your reward in heaven. I'm going to end by reading this verse again in the God's Word translation. Listen to this closely. Blessed are you when people insult you Persecute you, lie, and say all kinds of evil things about you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because you have a great reward in heaven. The prophets who lived before you were persecuted in these ways. Hallelujah. Glory to God.